Listener's discretion is advised. parties who are listening here tonight on this first Sunday of 2024 right here on Random Stuff Season 4 in 2024. Now, I'll pick up where I left off yesterday about the whole Jimmy Kimmel Aaron Rodgers fiasco after uh, Jimmy responded to a uh, statement from Aaron Rodgers about the Epstein list. And I forgot to say that uh, Aaron Rodgers would have been a great Fox News contributor, or Newsmax, or even uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, social media show. Now, the day after, uh, Pat McAfee or McAfee apologized on behalf of Aaron, which, of course, Aaron Rodgers appears every Tuesday. But uh, here was the full report by uh, Katie Hartung, who is the sideline reporter on the NFL on Amazon Prime, and, of course, the now contributor on NBC. So here it is. An old feud heating up in the new year. Can I understand why Jimmy got incredibly pissed? Yeah. Yeah. ESPN sports host Pat McAfee apologizing Wednesday for controversial comments made on his show by frequent guest, New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers appearing to suggest, without evidence, there might be a connection between late-night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't... (laughs) Rogers referring to unsealed documents released Wednesday that included names of hundreds of people tied to Epstein. Kimmel's name, not among them. There could be some things that were certainly probably meant to be talk joke that can then become something that is obviously a very serious allegation. Mm -hmm. McAfee noting that he and Rogers recorded Tuesday's show on two hours of sleep after the Rose Bowl game, adding he didn't think the comments were serious, calling it locker room talk. I think Aaron is like, hey, this guy has said some stuff about me, you know, in his monologue. I don't think he meant anything else, but he's going to have to clarify that. But that is Aaron and Jimmy. They've been... uh, Joust him a bit. Over the past few years, the late-night comedian has made the NFL star a punchline on his show, frequently criticizing Rodgers for conspiracy theories and his anti-COVID vaccine stance. Aaron Rodgers reportedly received a homeopathic treatment over the summer instead of the vaccine. You know, we shouldn't know, because nothing says I heal myself with crystals like this haircut. I mean... But Kimmel making it clear in a post on X that Rodgers' latest comments are no laughing matter denying any association with Epstein and threatening legal action, writing, your reckless words put my family in danger. It's unclear if Kimmel's family has received threats over the matter. 
After giving Rogers a platform to speak freely on his show, McAfee now leaving the door open for him to clarify his comments. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. So, I mean, Kaylee, as you know, both Rogers and Kimmel have these very public platforms. Platforms that are on Disney, by the way. They both work for the same employer. So where could all of this go from here? Well, here's what we do know, Craig. Rogers is expected to return to Pat McAfee's show on Tuesday for his regular appearance. And Jimmy Kimmel Live returns to the air on Monday. So I think we're just going to have to stay tuned to see if either continues to fan the flames of this feud. And like you noted... Disney owns both ESPN and ABC, where Jimmy Kimmel Live airs. All sides have declined to comment on the matter. All right, Kaylee Hartung, keep us posted, Kevin. Well, I cannot wait for Jimmy Kimmel's official response in video when he returns tomorrow. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers' response on Tuesday, because he always appears every single Tuesday. But... We'll leave it at that for now, because let us move forward to the Oakland baseball because of the new minor league team called the Oakland Ballers or the Oakland Bees. Uh, they were introduced on November of 2023, and here was their introduction reported by the CBS Bay Area affiliate, KPIX. East Bay baseball fans will soon have a new team to cheer for, the Oakland Ballers. The Ballers will be part of the Pioneer Baseball League, and the league has been around since the 1930s. It is an official partner league with Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball says partner leagues help expand the reach of that game where there isn't a Major League team. The owners say commitment to Oakland is at the core of their mission. We are working look, currently with our lawyers to even go further and figure out how we can crowdfund so fans can actually own team, part of the team themselves. Our overall mission is to bring joy back to baseball and fan experience will be the heart of what we do. Our games will be fun, fan friendly, and hella Oakland. Well, former Mayor, uh, Mariners manager Don Wakamatsu will be in charge of baseball operations. The manager will be Micah Franklin, who played outfield for the Cardinals. They will play at Laney College. Well, the news is getting a lot of attention on social media. Fans showing their support for the Oakland Ballers. You can join in on the conversation by using the hashtag KPIX. Wow. This is going to be a fun, uh, a fun year for the bees. The Ballers, that is. Like how the A's are the athletics and all that, but uh, just a month over a month after the introduction of the Oakland Ballers, uh, the Ballers or the Bees have planned to play one baseball game at the Oakland Coliseum where the A's currently host baseball games, but the owners of the Oakland A's decided to block that. And denying the bees from ever doing it because in their minds, no one gets to use the Oakland Coliseum except for the A's. Now, the MLB owners have unanimously voted the A's to move from Oakland to Las Vegas, which means there'll be no more Oakland sports, professional sports, that is. Now, The A's have treated the Oakland State uh, Coliseum as a, let's just say, uh, 
squatters' rights, if you know what I'm saying. And they want the bees to be homeless. Wow, that's a harsh way to treat a baseball team, huh? Now, let's move forward. Now, on Thursday, there was another shooting. And this time is in a place called Perry, Iowa. Now, I'll tell you the deets later, but here is the timeline that was provided by the CBS affiliate KCCI. And it was on their YouTube channel, so if you want to see it. But here's the audio version of it. We have Todd Magel in to talk about sort of the timeline of this and that massive mm -hmm. law enforcement uh, response, which was so tense in those moments. It was, Alex and Eric. The dispatch recordings that you're going to hear show a calm, professional, but clearly a very concerned law enforcement effort to deal with this school shooting. The emergency radio traffic began shortly after 7.30, as we mentioned, around 7.37 this morning. Now, what you will hear next is a combination of Dallas County Sheriff's dispatchers, deputies, and EMS personnel as that first report went out. All units, Dallas County. We've got an active Sears activation at Perry High School. Active Sears activation at Perry High School. It's going to be in reference to a possible gunshots, possible gunshots at Perry High School. Just one direct. You have access to the cameras. We're getting pulled up now. Let me down in the hallway. Copy. We see something on the west top hallway, west hallway. What channel am I switching to? There's black. Still a male subject down in the hallway. Appears to be self-inflicted. Gunshot wound. I'm showing other victims. Now, a subject that's down is deceased. Copy. Subject down deceased. Yeah, location. We are outside of room 308. I need multiple ambulances, so we're going to need both other EMS units headed that way. Do we have a number of victims? Mm -hmm. Or an estimated number of victims? Copy. We're getting multiple reports. Dallas 593. Let's go ahead and put both the helicopters en route. Also, let's get very fire there so that we can have landing zone and we can start uh, triage. We've got two patients in our ambulance. Can you reserve a helicopter for me? How many patients do we have on screen? Unknown at this time. We have two in our truck. Reports of multiple inside. Dallas, has Polk County been advised to advise all the hospitals of a possible mass casualty incident? Copy, we're calling them now. The middle school has been uh, cleared. Um, officers are doing a secondary sweep. That's why we've got triage area currently. He's advising no other incoming units need to come into the school right now. I am in uh, command of EMS transport. We believe that we have our most critical out. Now, that's just the arc of sort of what happened. The entire exchange uh, took uh, about an hour. We've edited that down. And what I think you can take away from that, it seems clear that at least two people, as we've been reporting, were injured with multiple gunshot wounds. That came in some of the dispatch uh, dialogue. And that uh, it appears, uh, based on that dialogue, that the shooter did die in a school hallway. Alex? Well, thank you to the folks from KCCI, a... CBS affiliate in Iowa for that timeline of that uh, uh, shooting at Perry, Perry, Iowa. Now, who was that 17-year-old person that 
did the shooting? Well, that person, his name is Dylan Butler, who, in his mind, one of the students said that Butler was tired of all the bullying, so he decided to do this. He shot five injured and one student died. And, of course, Butler died of all the self-inflicted wounds. Now, when's enough enough? Obviously, the answer is going to be never. The gun reform is never going to be resolved. And the next thing you know, more shootings are going to take place in the future. Now, last season of this podcast in the 2022-23 season, obviously, the uh, shooting at Waco, Texas took place. And Jimmy Kimmel... Instead of doing his normal monologue after seeing that, he addresses that uh, situation at Waco, obviously. And if you haven't heard of it, well, you gotta look back to all the previous episodes I had on the previous season and look it up on all your podcast apps if you're a listener to this podcast. Anyway, now enough about this one, and uh, that's all I got to say about that topic. Gotta let the Congress or the government do the job if they decide to do it, which obviously is never gonna happen. But anyways, enough about that. We're gonna take a brief ad because after this, we're gonna get to the throw it back segment where the eight teams of the USFL slash XFL merger called the United Football League will be revealed and it already happened on New Year's Day at the 2024 edition of College Game Day College Football Playoff Edition by co-owners Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson aka The Rock. So stay tuned folks on the first Sunday of 2024 right here on Random Stuff Season 4 in 2024. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sick of being forced to drink woke-ass liberal coffee. My coffee's only pronouns are he slash hot. That's why I start every day with a cup of literal gunpowder. It's the only coffee that's made by pouring hot water through literal gunpowder. Our coffee is made from 100% American bullets. My coffee's only pronouns are bang slash bang. Most coffee is made from beans. You know what else is made from beans? Tofu. My coffee's only pronouns are beef slash heart disease. And here's the best part. Literal gunpowder is delicious. Just ask Frank. He's been drinking it for weeks. My coffee's only pronouns are bang uh, slash bang. Yeah, you said that one already. You you okay? Mm -hmm. Warning. Literal gunpowder may cause gastrointestinal distress and is unsafe for human consumption. But what are you, a cup? Uh, I need to wash this down with something. Act now and we'll throw in a complimentary bottle of our proprietary non-dairy creamer. Literal gasoline. (laughs) No, I'm blind. I'm blind. I want to talk to my dad. Literal gunpowder. Just $50 an ounce. 
Folks, on this first Sunday of 2024, right here on Random Stuff Season 4. Now, let us get to a throwback segment I like to call Throw It Back! This Throw It Back segment is where I'm going to talk about the merger of the USFL and the XFL, and it is called the United Football League. That was announced on New Year's Eve at Fox Network uh, on Fox NFL Sunday. The following day, on ESPN's College Game Day, The Rock and Danny Garcia, the co-owners of the United Football League, joined the folks from College Game Day at the Rose Bowl Stadium at Pasadena just a few hours before the... uh, 2024 Rose Bowl game between Michigan and Alabama, which we all know Michigan won, and they will face the University of Washington uh, tomorrow night at Houston, Texas for the National Championship. It is also the last one under the four-team college football playoff format. Now let's go back to the UFL. Uh, The Rock and Danny Garcia announce... The eight teams, four from the USFL and other four from the XFL. Now, USFL got it numbered because the Roughnecks from the XFL would be named and they will be used by all of the USFL's Houston Gamblers players. So that's how it uh, was structured. But here were the... uh, all of the eight teams announced by Danny Garcia and The Rock. Oh, well, we promised a big announcement. Eight teams, two conferences. Who are they going to be? Okay. Here we go. The two conferences. We're starting out with the XFL conference. We will go back to our Arlington Renegades, who are our XFL champions, 2023, coached by the legendary Bob Stoops. After that, then here it is, the Beer Snakes, the D.C. Defenders, which with our XFL Coach of the Year, Reggie Barlow, who did such a fantastic job. This was a stacked team. We are so excited to be back there. See the Beer Snake. We then move on to one of our newer teams, the San Antonio Brahmas. You know, the Brahmas and the Alamo Dome hosted our championship game. We have Wade Phillips, who will be coaching that team. We are so excited to be back in that market. And then, of course, one of the, I would say, the most successful market in spring football, which was St. Louis. Our St. Louis Battlehawks, where Caw is a law, that passionate fan base, that great team with the passionate Anthony Beck doing his thing and leaving them again. They sold out every week. You guys, we were averaging 30,000, 35,000 fans every week. It was very, very cool. All right, so now I'm going to give this a crack on to the USFL Conference. Our Birmingham Stallions, two-time XFL champions, led by veteran coach Skip Holtz. Enthusiastic fan base there in Birmingham. Then we're going to move over to Houston. So Houston, uh, boys, was one of our overlapping markets, XFL and USFL. We decided to take the USFL USFL Houston Gamblers, and we now... um, we now uh, made them the XFL Houston Roughnecks and coached by Curtis Johnson, and we look forward to getting down there with the Houston Roughnecks. 
Now on to the Memphis Showboats. I love Memphis. That's where I started my wrestling career, making 40 bucks a match. That's what <laughs> uh, the Showboats, man, they play exciting football down there. Do we uh, live in within a hotel down there? Uh, downtown Bruno. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That's all young rock. I see. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> He's leading Memphis. And then finally, we got the Michigan Panthers, uh, led by head coach Mike Nolan. Hard-hitting Panthers. Went to the playoffs last year. Cannot wait. They're going to be a great team. How'd I do? Great. Pretty fantastic. You're on the lead. You did great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, season paper. You know, last year I talked about yeah. creating opportunities for players on the day of the draft. Bob Stoops, I uh, called my phone and said, Bob Stoops calling. And I was like, wow. And then a few minutes later he said, Oh, sorry, it was a butt now. I was like, oh, I thought you were drafting. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been disastrous. What's not disastrous is the excitement this is going to bring. If you're pitching us to fans, what's the big sell? The big sell to the fans is I'm finally going to suit back up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on. I'm going to go in a three technique and get blown off the line. They're called Pat McAfee. Pat, get in there. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, get back in there. The sell for the fans is going to be uh, just exciting football, passionate football, hard-nosed football, but also I, we've talked about this before. i, I got to say it. 53 men on an NFL roster. I was always number 54. The, the chip that that put on my shoulder is the same chip that all these players have. Every play matters. They got one shot. So imagine if you're number 54, someone comes along and says, you got a shot. You want to make it to the NFL? You got a shot now to continue to develop, to continue to expand your game tape and your experience, and let's do it in the UFL. And Excellent. if I think back to watching the XFL, there's some NFL OGs that were like, you know, my career might be done here at the NFL, but I have an opportunity to take some ownership of a franchise and some young guys and lead them the way. So you see some big names also who are proud to kind of carry the yeah. torch, I assume, of the UFL as the XFL and USFL merger. Absolutely. Great for spring football, Danny. Great. You have a lot. And the fans are going to see, they saw it last season, innovation, technology, yeah. rule changes, Every play matters. You never check out when there's two to three minutes left in the game because that can turn around in a heartbeat. So they'll see that, except they'll see it double down because we have incredible broadcast partners and incredible partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead starts on March 30th, right? It, yep, lead starts March 30th, and we're starting strong. We have champion to champion. Our XFL champions, the Arlington Renegades, will be going against the USFL champions, the Birmingham Stallions. Let's uh, win that one. Let's win that one. This is going to be fantastic. Danny Rock, thank you guys so much for joining us. Wish you all the luck in the world. Well, there they are, the eight teams. Back-to-back -back USFL champions. The Birmingham Stallions. The Memphis Showboats. Michigan Panthers. Houston Roughnecks. The defending XFL champions, Arlington Renegades. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then... The team they beat, D.C. Defenders, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the San Antonio Brahmas. All eight of them, they're ready for a new era of spring football that will open on March 30th of 2024 on the leap year. And it will determine who is going to be the first ever champions of the United Football League. And I cannot wait. To see it. Of course, I love to see spring football have a huge success. Now, after this brief ad, we're going to listen to some Ed Sheeran that was featured in the third season of Ted Lasso on Apple TV. 
So stay tuned, folks, on the first Sunday of 2024, right here on Random Stuff, Season 4 in 2024. In today's world, finding the right career can be tough, but luckily there's a place that can help. At TikTok Career College, we give you the resources and training you need to build your career in America's booming TikTok industry. Whether you want to earn your master's in adding text to screen, pointing at text on screen, or pointing at people who are pointing at text on screen, we've got you covered. America's attention span is shrinking, but the business of catering to that shrinking attention span is growing. Without TikTok Career College, I'd have no idea how to hit that woe, bonk that nae or make my grandpa dress up like Chucky from Rugrats and lip sync a little baby song. Thanks, TikTok Career College. At TikTok Career College, your professors are the best in their field. I can't believe I got to study at the feet of that girl Turt Turt and Zanny DeVita. I used to work in retail, but then I realized I could earn a lot more with a degree from TikTok Career College. Now I have my dream job of doing one-person reenactments of House Hunters episodes. I mean, I guess I don't get paid for this, and I still work in retail, but... I do have nearly 2,000 followers. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Speed challenge your way through TikTok Career College today. Note, by attending TikTok Career College, you forfeit your ownership of your personal information, likeness, and soul. And oh, we're back, folks, on this first Sunday of 2024, right here on Random Stuff Season 4 in 2024. Now, let us get into some musical stuff, Into the Music, where this one was featured in the third season of Ted Lasso, just before the big game, or match. Uh, Ted Lasso, Coach Beard, showed the players... From, oh, it's been a long time. AFC Richmond, just before the game. Now, there was a lot of stake in the Premier League in that third season. And this song was featured by Ed Sheeran. So, here it is. The song called A Beautiful Game. Here's Ed Sheeran. Out of the 
hide in the stars with our names That we are here, we are bruised, we are damaged But the joy was worth the pain Oh, love's a beautiful game was Ed Sheeran with the song A Beautiful Game that was featured on the third season of Ted Lasso and that made them cry during the uh, pre-game ceremonies and of course they went on to defeat West Ham but unfortunately Manchester City won the Premier League Championship and of course Ted Lasso moved back to the United States to coach his son there. And, well, hiatus, hiatus, hiatus. We still don't know if that's the official final season, but we'll see what happens if there will be a fourth season or the fourth season might be the final season. Kind of like what Succession did. Only did four seasons. But, after this brief ad, we wrap up the first Sunday of 2024 right here on this podcast, Random Stuff, Season 4 in 2024. It's late into game night. You've played everything. It's time for a game that'll challenge you mentally and emotionally. We do have one other game. Oh, what is it? Let's talk about Israel. No, it's not. Navigate your way through the Holy Land. Stopping to pick up neutral talking points along the way. But if those talking points offend anybody... Obviously, this is all very complicated. Nice one, Dave. And I'm certainly no expert. Could have fooled me. <laughs> but it just seems like the Israeli response is... Disproportionate? You'll spend hours navigating this conversational minefield and having no fun doing it. Well, this conflict goes back a long, long way. Just nice and vague. But when one force occupies... Am I not allowed to say that word? I don't know. These rules are hard to follow. You might not know what you're talking about, but don't let that stop you from weighing in. I feel bad for anyone, anywhere who's uncomfortable about anything. You pass the hummus. Oh, you want to give Hamas a pass? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. That is not what he said. Just like the real conflict, this game may never end. The two-state solution. The violent escalation. Both sides. Talk about Israel. Not fun for the whole family. From the makers of Daddy's Cheating on Mom. I don't ever want to play this game again.
Robert Siebel Incorporated. After hours. <sighs> Finally, a good night's sleep. Folks, that is it for this first Sunday of 2024 right here on Random Stuff Season 4 in 2024. Now be sure to tune in next week for more. So, good night, everybody.